0: My tech one two it's mercy talks talk we don't just talk talk we walk that walk walk it's mercy talks uh-huh. Alright, so it's Michael eccles 2 this is Mercy Talks, and I'm here on the pilot episode with Ashley, and we just came from Woo-hoo! Mr. Brown's Lounge, and we're, uh, we just walked down, and we're at the Riverwalk right now, so. What's
1: good? <laughs> yeah,
0: so this is Mercy Talks, and we're going to start our first pilot episode with colorism, and my little sis Abby brought this up at our um, community <laughs> meeting. So I was just like, this would be a perfect time to talk about it. I don't know if other people, in their one-on-ones, are going to talk about stuff because they might not just take that that um, challenge on. But let's talk about it. So we we had a lot of stuff we talked about
1: Already.
0: during our our <laughs> dinner at Mr. Brown's Lounge that we could have put in this, and we might bring it up again. Mm-hmm. But um, both of us don't really have a type. So no. how would you? What do you really like in a man when you see one?
1: Um. Well. I honestly just like people for people, you know, people who can make me laugh, people who have good energies and are just trying to vibe. And yeah, so it's not really a type. It's just kind of like if I vibe with that person, I vibe.
0: Yeah. And for me, it's just you just have to be a beautiful person on the outside, on the inside, because... First impressions count. We all know that. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to look at someone and be like, "Oh, that person has a beautiful personality" because you need to meet them first. Right. You have to talk <laughs> to them. So, I'm usually attracted to something that catches my eye. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what skin complexion you are. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. That well, actually, oh, I'm bad. in the clothes. <laughs> I'm in the clothes a lot and I look at your <laughs> shoes, but I've actually been into some people who've worn like fake Uggs and stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've been attracted to cute girls that have been wearing, like, fake stuff and, like, stuff that's not attractive to me. But if you have a beautiful outside and I am talk to you and you're really cool and you have a great personality, then that's fine. So I don't really have a type. But I'm going to go into what I've been hearing a lot, especially in Mercy Home with my youth. Like, I'm not going to say any of my youth name. That's confidential. But... I've heard from two of them that they only like red bones, and they only oh. like light-skinned chicks, and that they're better. And I've oh, always God. had to say that um, there's nothing wrong with dark-skinned chicks. Like, dark-skinned chicks are beautiful, too. And I feel like they only agree with me because I'm a new staff, and I'm black, and they want to be my friend. So they're agreeing, yeah. and, and they're just like, yeah, some of them, you know what I'm saying? So that, but. It's crazy because I hear this a lot, and then like one of my boys in school would always say like, "Light is it a light body mic?" Like, and he would only go after white girls and like light skin, like um other other chicks of like that were light skin. He wow. wouldn't, and if they were dark skin and beautiful, he'd be like, "She's aight," okay. but he would never go after. Her. He was just like white is better or light is better. You know what I'm saying? He would never go after it. So I'm just like, how do you feel about that, Ash?
1: Well, I actually deal with a similar kind of issue with my youth except that it's not about women because they can't talk uh, like shit about women to me because obviously I would have a different take on that than the male staff. But a lot of it kind of goes with their own self love and how they feel about themselves because yeah. like one of my youth is like very very dark um, and he's always getting comments from other youth saying like oh his black ass this his black ass that and all these things that he feels really insecure about just kind of like who he is and like I'm always just kind of slipping it in like you know black is beautiful like you know like when the lighter people aren't around so they don't yeah. feel like left out or whatever <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> you know because it's always about the lighter yeah. whatever but yeah in my culture I mean it's also i'm jamaican as you know mike and there's a huge disparity between like light and dark in jamaica and a lot of women bleach their skin kind of to have that look that quote-unquote look that's more appealing to men and my mother is like three shades lighter than i am and when she's at work a lot of guys she works like at a car place you know so a lot of guys approach her and they're like They don't even call her by her name. They call her browning. They call her all these things that's, like, just very specific to the color of her skin. And, I mean, her father was half Chinese, half black. So he was even lighter than my mom. And he got so much, like, favoritism kind of from people just in the community because he was, like, a lighter person. And my grandma is... Dark, like, super, super dark. So then it kind of came out with my mom being in between, but more on the lighter side. Mm-hmm. And she was always telling me how black is beautiful. But I was always like, but your black always seems more beautiful Ooh. to people than my kind of black. Right. So it was, it was a very strange way of yeah. growing up, you know?
0: Yeah. That's crazy that you said that, because I had to deal with that a lot, being a dark-skinned guy in my schools growing up. And it's different be, being African on top of that, because that's just more for people to make fun of because what they attached me to was what they seen on TV yeah. you know what I'm saying that the, the commercial that's like oh help these African kids out and it's mm. like flies flying around them and they're just like looking like helpless on TV and that's what they think I do. they think that my people lived in huts you know what I'm saying yeah. maybe before like my family that's there now they lived in huts because that's what they built and that's what they could live in but right. it's not like that you know what I'm saying like Wakanda in the movie is beautiful Sorry about that. <laughs> Wakanda in the movie is beautiful and Nigeria is beautiful just the yeah. same way. But nobody accepted that. And I started to believe the words they were saying, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I heard it so much. I'll be get, I'll be getting called African booty scratcher. Oh and they God. would be calling me like charcoal and just anything they could come up with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or if the lights go off, another common one was like, oh, I can't find Mike. But you can't really find anyone because it's dark. You know what I'm saying? But just Aww. like stuff like that. And I wanted to be lighter, you know what I'm saying? And going to the Cocoye, and the Cocoye is the international market, but my parents call it the Cocoye. They also call Spanish people Cocoye. Hmm. So if they're like, um, <laughs> if they're like, um, we need. To, to move something in the house Like we need to move these couches or something They're like let's call it Cocoye Because there's like Spanish people come and move our stuff Like the, the Spanish moving companies They would call them Cocoye. They call the international market cocoye Because there's a lot of Spanish food in there Along with uh, Caribbean food And other African food and stuff like that So in the Cocoye Behind the counter Is a whole bunch of skin lightening soap And skin lightening lotion wow. And I noticed that my mom Always kept a bottle or two so after school, I'm like, I'm a, I'm gonna take a shower, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use any lotion. I'm gonna use that skin lightening lotion. What? But um, I didn't use it a lot because she was always in the room, and I didn't wanna, and I didn't wanna like use it. And she would always say, she would always say that it kind of burns a little bit, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of serious. So I'm not trying to use something that's burning my skin, but I'm also trying to get light so right. so these ladies can like me in school mm. because I felt like. They always liked the light-skinned dudes, you know what I'm saying? Plus, I was fat as shit on top of that. I was, like, (laughs) obese. So, an obese, Mm. dark-ass African kid. Mm. I was just, like, trying to find ways for ladies to like me because I was, like, a class clown. Yeah. So, people liked me for being funny, (laughs) but they didn't want to be my girlfriend, you know what (laughs) I'm saying? They were just like, he's a funny guy. He's a good guy. He's cool. But this dude is ugly, you know what I'm saying? So, I was just, like, trying to find ways, and it was hard with my skin being so black. But um, what did the cream like? Did the
1: cream make you lighter? Did it burn? The
0: cream didn't work. The cream burned, but I feel like you have to use it for years lot, for yeah. it, for it to make a change. But um,
1: does your mom still use it?
0: She still has like the same bottles from from like over <laughs> years. So I was like, I don't think she was serious about it because okay. my mom is like a little bit lighter than me, mm-hmm. not like two shades, but just like a little bit lighter. So maybe it's worked a little bit, or yeah. maybe she's always been just a little bit lighter than my dad. But. It's just crazy to think about how people are treated for their skin, you know what I'm saying? And how I grew up thinking that light was better because of how black people want to get closer to like European traits, you know what I'm saying? If they're not already, you know what I'm saying? And how like everybody was like in school, they're like, oh, when I grow up, I want to have mixed babies and I want to have, I wanted to have these certain eyes. I wanted to have hair hair that's good, like good hair, not Mm. like nappy hair like me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, kind of sucks.
1: I get that. Like, Honestly, the whole concept of Western beauty that's fair skin, light hair, blue green eyes is all really fucked up. And like, I mean, similar to you, when I was growing up, you know, there was one kid who tried to make me white by putting lotion on my skin or, like, another girl who was, like, yeah, this guy's not going to like you because you're black and, like, she had no shame in saying that shit and, like, you know, all that stuff burns and you kind of internalize that so, like, I used to put relaxers in my hair and make that straight and, like, have fucking chemical burns on my scalp just to, like, maintain that kind of standard of beauty until... I don't know. I had, like, this teacher in high school named Dr. Willis. Shout out to her. And she was always telling me to, like, read these books by, like, Toni Morrison and all these different, like, black female, like, scholars. And yeah. learn more about, like, black culture and kind of see the beauty in it that I right. was never able to see. Because yeah. my dad never pushed it too hard. And, like, my mom was far away, even though she was always telling me this and that. But, like, she wasn't really there. Yeah. So then when she was showing me all that, I was like, wait, like there's so much beauty and culture here that I'm pushing away and I'm repressing so then when I went to college I was like you know I'm going to start fresh I'm going to really come in with a new lens of trying to like be more true to myself I guess so then I cut off all my hair I went bald did the big chop which my parents both of them actually did not support me in because they were like you don't know what texture you're gonna have yada yada this yada yada that and i was like it doesn't matter what texture because it's my texture like this is who i am right so i felt like i was like pushing really hard which is kind of like pushing not only society but my family to kind of accept me and even like still my grandma one of them always makes comments about like how it's not kept but there's nothing kept about this hair and that's okay right you know what i mean so, yeah, I don't know. It's just difficult. But I just see so much more beauty now that I wish I could have told my younger self. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I would have not done all those, like, self-loathing things mm-hmm. just trying to fit in. Because yeah. it sucks fitting in. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. nice being different, you know? Right, right. Especially when there's such a beautiful culture there that you actually just simply aren't even allowed to express. Yeah. Because people shut it down, you exactly. know? exactly. I don't know, man. Dang,
0: it's crazy that you say that now because, like... I'm thinking because we have the same hair. Like it's this, mm-hmm. it's the exact same yes. texture. It's coarse. It's tight curls. Like mm-hmm. you won't be able to see a curl un- <laughs> unless you like have a microscope. Yeah, you, you know pull what that saying? out. Yeah, it's like so much shrinkage and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So <laughs> someone singing on the bridge above us. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember in high school, I was I had a fade, a high top fade, and I'm just like always trying to do something creative with my hair. So I went from a mohawk to a fade. And I wasn't happy with what it was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was cool. I was picking it out and it was fine, but I was like, I want some curly hair like these light skinned niggas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those are
1: so, fine-ass yeah. curls. Yeah. So I'm like,
0: I've seen dudes do it before and mm-hmm. I know what they're using. So I'm gonna go get this S curl, this texturizer oh. or whatever is something that white cream you put in your hair yeah. and it perms it or something. Mm-hmm. So I put it in and I was like, it was like five minutes will get you get you a good curl, right? And I'm like, nah, I don't need just a good curl. I need a crazy curl, right? So, (laughs) I left it in for 30 minutes. No. Right? I left it in for 30 minutes. I was like, my shit gonna be curly. And I washed it out. My shit was straight. Like, I could have put it in a... (laughs) I could have put it in a ponytail if I wanted. My high top fade was like... The shrinkage was all gone. Like, it was as high as it could be. And I was like, damn. (laughs)
1: That's bad.
0: Yeah. So, I had to go to school and explain it like, oh, yeah, this is just like... I just put something in my hair and then mm-hmm. just, it just got like this. <laughs> it it wasn't the look I was going for, but I was happy the shrinkage was gone because mm-hmm. it was like the tallest it could be. Yeah. But it was just it was just whack.
1: What happened then?
0: Did you cut it? Did I cut it? Nah, I just let it I just let it go back to its normal state. It took a couple weeks for it. <laughs> <laughs> it took a oh couple my weeks. God. For yeah. it to get down. I need
1: some pictures.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I took pictures around that time because like I just nobody else knew, but I knew like yo, this looks weak. You know what I'm saying? This is not the curls I was going for. My <laughs> shit is super straight. So um, but yeah, like I was the victim of all that colorism stuff in school yeah. too, because there was some beautiful black girls around like close to my skin complexion, but I just did not want to do that because I was worried about what everybody else was thinking. Even if I thought they were pretty and I was attracted to them, I always was, like, going after the light-skinned girls. Like, even on the, um, the first day of school, the first day of school is always, like, perfect to find, like, the girls you're going to go after and stuff. You come into class and you just wait and see who's coming in class to see if you have the prettiest girl in your class. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking for light-skinned girls, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's how my mind is wired now. Because yeah. they don't like me, but I like them now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like their light-skinned because that's what everybody's going for. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for the highly coveted stuff like everyone else. So because I didn't have the mindset that I have now to, to, to find beauty everywhere, like yeah. not having the type. But back then I did have a type and it was like all light skinned girls. So you see them flood into the class, a dark skinned girl. You look right by the light skinned girl. She, she doesn't even have to be pretty. She's just light. I'm just like, oh, OK, cool. I'm going to start talking to her. Yeah. And I remember this is a good example because one of my uh, friends I grew up with, she wanted me in middle school, but she was dark and she had the same hair as me that wasn't really uh, wasn't really presentable <laughs> at times and i was just like because some girls that had this that coarse hair mm-hmm. did it well they had a nice tame fro or yeah. they had it in a ponytail with the barrettes on it and yeah. stuff sometimes hers was just everywhere <laughs> so i was just like nah there was like mike she really likes you she wants to talk to you i was like nah bro i'm i'm good and now she's beautiful wow. like she i mean she was cute then too yeah. but I just wasn't looking at her because her hair was messed up and she was dark <laughs> and she was dark skinned. So yeah. like my mind was fucked at, when I was younger. But now that I look at her, I'm just like, yo, she glue up all yeah. the way. She's curvy, mm-hmm. she's thick. Mm-hmm. Um um she's she's probably still has some of those things where she that she that she's dealing with as a dark skinned woman yeah. with coarse hair because like she never wears her natural hair like she used to in yeah. school. Mm-hmm. It's always weave and stuff like that. I don't know if it's because uh that's what she wants, like that's what she wants. Like she doesn't want to go natural. But I'm just like, everything else was like a natural glow up, like her body and just maturing as a woman and mm-hmm. stuff so, and stuff. But like I still look at her hair and I'm just like, I never see it. I never mm-hmm. see that that girl yeah. anymore. But she's beautiful now. I'm just like, damn, I turned her down. And then like when I was single at one point, I was like, I want to talk to her, but she probably remembers yeah, I
1: know, man. <laughs> She probably remembers in middle that school. Like... Yeah.
0: So I don't want to be the guy where she's like, oh now you want me, right? Mm-hmm. So but that's just a story of for how, like, it kinda affected me, man. But yeah, man, the river the river is beautiful. We're on this river walk thing, man. There's a guy blowing bubbles up up top. He
1: has two bubble I guns, like he, he keeps shooting out. Yeah. I think it's just taking a break, probably refilling his bubble stash.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went somewhere, but he had two he had two pistol like automatic, like Uzi type bubble guns that was shooting a whole bunch of bubbles from the bridge going down. And um we don't we couldn't decipher what he was saying earlier, but I think he said "How y'all doing?" or or something like that. Some mumble stuff that we yeah. couldn't figure out. Um, but he's he's not where he was before, but but like like Ash said he's probably reloading on bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> but um do you have thinking, anything else to talk about when it well, comes to colorism?
1: I'm thinking about like hair texture a lot cuz my best friend is half Puerto Rican half white. So like her hair is just like, I mean all hair is beautiful, but her hair is just a mane, and it's just like like long, just jumpy-ass curls. And she's like, you know, she's very light brown because she has her mom's Puerto Rican, but she's also white. Mm And, like, growing up, like, you know, like, we were, like, peas in a pod. We were attached by the waist. And everyone would go around, you know. It was just, like, this, like, little black girl who had, like, trying to, like, straighten her hair and all this shit. So it wasn't super cute. And she was walking around with her little braces, but, like, her beautiful bounces and, like, her, like, lighter skin and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I never actually felt a type of way about it until, like, we went to high school together. Because we went to elementary school and high school together. And in high school, I would just, like, notice a lot more, like... Because I'm not a jealous person Because my mom always told me Like you cannot maintain A relationship with someone If you're jealous of them And also jealousy is like She told me it's like It's a sin Like you cannot be jealous of people So I always like Would never I would always be even afraid Of being jealous Because I'm like That's just not cool Like I don't want to It's like holding on To some kind of hatred Mm -hmm. And I love her so much. So then, But I, got, I would always, like, notice people kind of treating her a little differently just because, like, you know, she... And, like, she grew up real quick. Oh, and it took yeah. me a little bit more yeah, yeah. time to get there. <laughs> right. So that was just such an interesting dynamic. And, like, now that we're older and stuff and we talk about it, we're like, yeah, like, a lot of the shit that we dealt with in high school was really fucked up, yeah. man. Like, so it's just really interesting kind of yeah. growing in that same space but also still being united together yeah. and not letting that colorism that other people were, like... Right pushing onto us like divide our friendship right so yeah i got lucky
0: with that man yeah it's a lot of crazy stuff going (laughs) on with colorism man. yeah that's why it's like one of my favorite topics to talk about because there's so much underlying stuff that you could Mm -hmm. talk about just off the color of your skin just of something we see like we don't even talk to these people sometimes you know what i'm saying and like i said earlier like some of these light-skinned girls i was feeling in school weren't even pretty it was just the skin complexion that i was looking at i was like all right she's made it through you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. she's made it past that filter yeah and now i'm gonna talk to her but like as you get older and even when you're younger like we should just teach younger kids to be like yo yes. it doesn't matter what the complexion of the skin is like figure out what your type is even if it's no type and you just like beauty in different yes. forms figure that out but don't don't limit it to like a skin complexion mm-hmm. don't limit it to like a curve or, or anything you know what i'm saying Figure out th- that you like different things, you know what I'm saying? And if even if you're really strict about what you like, mm-hmm. don't treat people differently, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If they're different from what you like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It could be someone that's totally out of your type, you know what yeah. I'm saying? If you have a strict type, <laughs>
1: that's true. You should
0: still treat them the same way. You yeah, shouldn't like give it a shot. Look, you don't have to be their girlfriend or boyfriend, but just like be a good friend and like treat them the same way you treat your type. Mm-hmm. If that's a light skinned girl or a light skinned guy or A white person, you know what I'm saying? Treat them the same way.
1: Because then, if you don't, then it kind of just keeps the division alive. Mm -hmm. And we're already so divided, man. Like, it's so hard to kind of try and build, like, just like black and white right now. Like, you know, Black Lives Matter, this entire movement, Trump being president, police brutality, there's so many reasons why we should hate each other. But, like, if we keep doing that, even just in our day to day friendship, relationship lives, then what progress is gonna be made? Right. none (laughs) none none at all zero zed none so like i don't know i hope that somehow i could just tell the youth like right try to help them because they're our future i know we're the future still because like we're still in our 20s but like they're really the future yeah you know they're 14 15 16 17 they have like changed.
0: yeah and that's what i'm saying like I keep hearing them bring up oh red bones. I only like light skin. Da, da, da. What? I never heard of red
1: bone. What red is
0: bone that? is like it's like a light skin girl. Like oh. like they have like red undertones. Like uh. a girl that can turn red. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like you know white. What I'm saying? Like, yeah, basically not white, but like light skin, light, like light brown. Okay. That like if you like if you touch her skin in a way that it can turn red. Mm. You know, like if you slap my skin, it's not going to turn yes. red. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I okay. see a red bone. There's probably different you. definitions for it, but that's it. But it's crazy how like white and black is a a bigger topic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But we're just talking about inside our community <laughs> right. like light skin, dark skin, mm-hmm. but it's crazy how that white and black thing mm-hmm. seeps into our community, you oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, that yeah. crazy it's like what do they call that? Um internalized oppression. Mm-hmm. It's like we internalize it, you know, within yes. our within our community, you know what I'm saying? We take what they're saying mm-hmm. and we're doing it to our own people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be harder to do it to like spread this message to white people because of our history like they're still spreading that evil hate stuff down down the line and it's not evil hate it's white guilt you know
1: there's nothing in between
0: they're spreading all that so it's going to be harder to do that but if we can like focus on loving each other within our community then we could come out with a stronger voice you know what I'm saying it's tough it is real But tough. we talked about it, and that's that's Ash's part. You heard Ash's part yeah. of the story. You heard my pieces of the story on colorism. We have, like, a similar connection to it.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is happening in our community, but, Seriously. um, yo, that jerk chicken was <laughs> crazy. And that
1: curry goat,
0: though. Yeah, yo. I thought he has I, that to go, man. He ordered the jerk chicken and the curry goat to go because he couldn't let it out. Yeah, so it's, it's Ashley sitting to the left of me, and then it's my curry goat sitting to the right. <laughs> Wrapped up really tight with yep. some rice and peas and some plantains too. So I'm gonna go home and warm that up while mm-hmm. I pack for Atlanta because I'm going to Atlanta. Oh my God, you're
1: going tomorrow.
0: Yeah. What time? I, I, we leave at seven, so I gotta be down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, I gotta Let's be wrap this up. exactly. I gotta be. I gotta be there helping them get ready, like get the youth ready at like six till seven, and then we gotta get out. Wow. But um, yeah, man, Riverwalk, Chicago's a beautiful city. It's about to be a month on the 12th. Wow. So, it's That's going to be a amazing. month that we're out here. But this is the pilot episode to Mercy Talks. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Ash. been a pleasure, man. This was Mike. great, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Peace.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>